Hello, welcome to the A to the K Wrestling Show, where we're fortunate enough to welcome back to the show the one and only Griff Garrison. Griff, thanks for taking the time, man. What's up, man? Yeah, thanks for having me back, guys. No, thanks for being here. Um, so obviously, the first time we had you on the show, we had to ask who the fuck is Griff Garrison, but you've been on the show before, so now we just want to know how the fuck is Griff Garrison? Oh, man, I'm doing good. I'm actually at the uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina right now, enjoying some time away um so it's it's been fun I've, I've, I've been really good really good hope you guys have been too yeah oh, absolutely <laughs> i think i think when we spoke last time it was obviously in the middle of like pandemics and everything so it's nice to be yeah the world getting yeah, back to normal different di- yeah different yeah. world now or a bit more huh. back to normal anyway for real finally yeah <laughs> well it's uh no it's been uh i believe about 18 months since uh since we first spoke to you so um we note firstly that uh, I think it was, a, well, as of the 12th of July, it'll be your one-year anniversary of officially being All Elite. Um, right. So, obviously, first time we spoke to you, you were working for AEW, but you hadn't uh, actually been signed and hadn't had the, the All Elite um, graphic. So, I uh, just wondered if you could sort of tell us a little bit about how it felt to, to sort of get signed after, after this, obviously, the, the stellar work you put in. It was uh, it was relieving, man. It was it was probably the best feeling I've ever had. Um, just being able to, because for me that's like living out a dream. You know, I've always wanted to be signed to a big time professional wrestling company, and to be able to do that at I was twenty three then, twenty four now. To be able to do that at such a young age, it it really meant a lot. You know, like seeing that graphic and seeing not only the graphic, but seeing like all the support that came with the comments on Twitter, Instagram, and everything that that was just as good as actually signing you know because people support the, all their support and love that they showed me you know that meant a lot to me too so yeah absolutely. It was, it was... Um, yeah um so obviously since since you signed you're now one half of the varsity blondes obviously a bit of a call back to the hollywood blondes um but just wondering like because i don't think when we spoke to you last time i don't think you guys had the name and stuff yet so was you know the varsity blondes that's something you guys pitched to tony did tony pitch it to you guys how did that kind of happen oh uh, I think, well, I'll just kind of fit together. Um, I think Tony was, he kind of came up with the varsity blondes, like the name. Um, mm-hmm. I'd already we kind of had the athlete gimmick going before that. Brian was a lacrosse player. And then we found Julia. So we all just kind of meshed well together and we all kind of got along and our gimmicks really just kind of meshed together. And then we were like, well, you know, Brian's dad was one half of the Hollywood blondes. So why not just kind of do a, a homage to him, you know, and be the, the varsity blondes, you know, so. I mean, it kind of just all together, but I think whoever, like, who originally came up with the name was Tony. It was, like, his. Oh, nice. Awesome. So, um, how long uh, do you think it'll be before, you know, you you shave off your hair and become uh, Stone Cold Griff Garrison? I mean, my God, man. (laughs) I hate the hot weather, and it's killing me down here, so it could be sooner rather than later. (laughs) I mean, like, here, man, I've... Like, this is the first time on a trip I think I've had it down for this for this interview. I've been having it up in a high button, like, the whole trip. So I'm just like, geez, could be coming sooner than you think. I actually, believe it or not, I look much younger with this hair, too. I was actually looking at pictures of myself the other day when I had uh, short hair. And I was, like, 18 or 19, and I, like, I look so much older than I do now. It's, it's pretty insane. But uh, I feel like if I cut it now, I'd look like a 32-year-old grown, <laughs> like, just freaking, you know. Uh, but yeah, it'd be sooner rather than later because it is too hot for this crap. Way too hot. 
<laughs> yeah, it'd be a shame to see the hair go, but uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe that'll be a bit of a change of character for you as well. But um, obviously one of your, your big storylines that you've been involved in, you mentioned Julia before, was obviously the stuff with Julia and the House of Black. And, you know, can you tell us how that storyline kind of came about? Um, I think, I can't remember where we were. I think we, we were somewhere up north and uh, I think... I think Brian came to me and was like, Hey, I've heard, I've heard something we might be doing with something with Malachi. And I was like, well, that's cool. But you know, in wrestling, you don't really want to believe something is happening. until you do it. Like, even with me, like, I don't believe I'm about to wrestle this person until I walk out of the curtain. So I'm just like, okay, you know, well, that's cool. I hope that happens and stuff. And then eventually we did the spot. I think it was in New Jersey uh, where he spit in the face of Julia. Um, which I can't complain because it led to the, probably the, the coolest moment of my career thus far. Uh, was being able to wrestle him one-on-one on uh, primetime television in my hometown at the Greensboro Coliseum just because, you know, I, I went to every wrestling show that there was at the Greensboro Coliseum when I was a kid. And just to be able to go back and have a singles match on national television against him in front of all my family and friends, it was just – that was probably the coolest moment of my career. So I guess I have him to thank for that. And um, – yeah, I mean, then we just kept going, and now all of a sudden you saw Double or Nothing, Julia's with them. I think that's a good move for her, man. I think that that's, you know, I think that fits her, honestly. I mean, yes, you're the cheerleader, but I think that fits her, you know, knowing the real Julia Hart. I think that's, uh, that gimmick fits her, and I'm happy for her. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting seeing a, a somewhat darker side of it, I suppose, in that character. Where... Right. No, she's got it, in, got it in her to be a really, uh, a really successful I'll say heel. She got in her to be a really successful heel. So, you know, I'm proud of her. So she's doing her thing and she's, she's doing good. That's awesome. awesome. Um, I, this question may sort of uh, go slightly into, into spoiler territory. So um, I appreciate you, you, you know, <laughs> you may not want to answer it or may not be able to fully answer it, but um, with everything we've seen with the varsity blondes, um, are we going to see, sort of the Varty Blondes sticking together for a while or, uh, you know, we maybe we have some potential of um, seeing a reunion with Marcus Cross, who obviously you've worked with outside of AEW or? Right. Um, let's see. Yeah, I can answer that, but I, I probably can't get too far into depth with that, obviously. But, no, I can uh, understand, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the match we had not too long ago with Butcher and Blade. He super kicked me in the face. Uh, cost us the match on elevation. Um you know, the, we're it's a rough road for us right now, but you know, uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, I would love the team back up with Marcus, though. Um, you know, I think I love Brian. Uh, I think he's a great dude. I think he's a great talent, but I, I think I do have more chemistry with Marcus, and that's not a hit on Brian. It's just because uh, I grew up wrestling on the trampoline with him from for the last fifteen years. You know, yeah. I would always go go in and watch wrestling. We'd wrestle each other on the trampoline for years and years when when we were in middle school, high school, even college. Like we were. We were dorks, man, but um, I'd love to keep up this varsity blonde thing and maybe win tag titles at AEW tag team titles with Brian. Or if, if Marcus were to get signed or, you know, impress people enough on dark, I would love to run it back with the Master Machine. Yeah, honestly, I mean, like certainly from our perspective, it'd be amazing to see you guys um, to go up for the titles because um, obviously we've seen the varsity blonde sort of build up from where they are. I think uh, having a title run would be amazing, to be fair. That would be sweet. I would love to. I think it would go. I think gold would go good with our hair too. Like the like the gold, the gold titles, the gold hair. You know, I to think, be fair, yeah, it went perfectly. That. I think I think it would look. <laughs> I think it would look really good on its own. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, so it's exciting to hear that you know you're potentially going to be sticking around the tag uh, division, and obviously you 
you know, you mentioned that you've been able to face Malachi Black and stuff, but in terms of the the tag run as well, like you guys have gone up against the Bucks, the Hardys, Rock and Roll Express, FTR, and even um, Moxley and, and Danielson as well. So not to put you on the spot, but, you know, who's who's been your favourite of those, you know, of that stellar list of teams that you've, you've faced so far? Well, I think uh, the question, I don't know if you guys have listened to my, any, any of my other interviews, but I think the question is you need to ask who's second, man, because FTR is always going to be first. <laughs> that, they're, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're my favorite opponents. They're my favorite guys in the locker room, uh, other than the vlog crew, of course. Um, but I think I think second would have to be uh, probably Danielson and Moxley just because, I mean, of who they are, you know. I mean, and the Hardys, the Hardys. I mean, I don't know. They're, they were all good. We wrestled the Hardys. But it was me and Marcus against the Hardys. So I think that's kind of different, other, like mm-hmm. as opposed to like wrestling with Brian on AEW television. Because I enjoyed the Hardys match too with Marcus. But uh, I think Mox and Danielson was was big for us too because uh, you know we got to the back and everybody said everything was good, everything was crisp, everybody liked working with us. Um, and to be able to you know be on like I said, kind of the, with the Malachi thing, to be on primetime television with those guys. You know, I went to WrestleMania 30 when when. Brian won the titles against Orton and Batista. So I was up there in the nosebleeds watching him do the yes as the confetti fell. And I was like, you know, like that's going to be me one day. And I feel like I'm, I'm making my strides, making my way there, you know, because I just wrestled him on, on national TV, not 10 years later. So, you know, I think that, that match meant a lot to me as well. Uh, the Bucks are, are amazing. I, everybody doubts, everybody craps on the Bucks. And I really don't know why it's just, they're, they're such good workers and they're, they're very, uh, particular about how they put stuff together so much credit to them much credit to the FTR the Hardys uh Mox and Danielson they're all great talents and great people so I, it's hard to it's hard to choose a favorite other than you know FTR but FTR will always be number one so yeah, yeah not surprised hell of a list so yeah <laughs> it certainly is um well speaking of lists obviously um last time we spoke to you you, you listed a few sort of dream opponents who you'd hope to face uh, featuring such names as uh, Christopher Daniels and Chris Jericho. Um, and obviously they did come to fruition. Um, one of the other names you mentioned was was Cody Rhodes. Um, so first I'd just like to ask, it, did you did you ever get a chance to face Cody? No, I've never got a chance to face Cody, but, you know, I'm, I'm he's doing his thing. That's what he's want, that's what he wants to do. You can't bash man for doing that. And who knows, maybe I, who knows, maybe I will see him one day in the ring. And, you know, I mean, it could still happen. You know, I never thought – that 14 year old kid that was at WrestleMania 30, I, that kid never really thought he was going to wrestle Brian Danielson 10 years, yeah. a decade later, you know, who, what could happen in another decade, another 10 years, anything can happen. That's what I've learned. That's one of the main things I've learned. I've only been in this business for about six, six years now. That's one of the main things I've learned in this business. Anything can happen. And so I'm just, I'm just sitting here waiting for just exactly that. Anything can happen. Yeah. Well, as you say, like, um, in the space of a decade, you get to sort of have that surreal moment of going toe to toe with the man you've watched uh, at that such a big moment as well for him. That's uh, it's incredible. So, uh, like you say, anything can happen. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's been a hell of a you know 12, 18 months um, since we last spoke to you. Anyway, the, as we said, the list of people you face and things like that. And I think when we had you on the show last time, you just come off that um, match with MJF. We were speaking. It was kind of like a throwback to like Cena and Angle and things like that. You know, it was got you a lot yeah. of attention at, at, at the time and, you know, kind of really yeah. catapulted you. And obviously you've had a, a hell of a kind of 18 months since. So 
just um, just wondering off the back of that, you only kind of really work with MJF briefly, and we know the stuff going on, speculation, futures, and things like that. But um, are you, are you able to comment on what he's like backstage? Is this kind of a thing that says he kind of stays in character his whole time? Did you get to kind of speak with him like one on one and um, kind of work through the match together, or was he kind of a very private guy to himself? I mean, he would not. Nah. No, he's when it when it comes to uh, being a professional wrestler, he is a professional wrestler. You know, he's a he's a professional first. Um, so no, he 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 wasn't in that regard. He wasn't private. No, I mean we 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 talked through it. We did our thing. You know, we did what we we're supposed to do. We went out there. We handled our business. Came to the back, and he was great. Um, the whole thing about him staying in character, yeah, I mean he does, but I think it's I don't think he, it's him trying to be a dick. I think it's him just trying to get himself psyched up because just about every week he's got a big promo or a big match mm-hmm. and stuff. And stuff. but no, I mean he's always like I've said in, I've said in past interviews before he's he's always been nice to me. You know I don't I don't <laughs> granted I don't know why he sees something in me I don't know but you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on a man for for uh, you know just getting just getting in the zone and getting game game time ready so. No, props to MJF. He's a, he's a great talent. He's a great dude. So can't really say much else other, other than that. Awesome. Yeah, good to know. Indeed. Um, so one thing I want to ask you, Jim, Jim Ross often um, refers to you, reminding him of a, of a young Adam Copeland. Um, and obviously, like, from our perspective, uh, Adam's an absolute legend and it's a, it's a huge compliment, really. But uh, just wondered if you have you had much time with Jr. and obviously given his tenure in the business, have, uh, have you been able to sort of get any sort of advice or anything along that line from him? Um, I, no, I haven't spoken to him a whole lot, but the times I have, he's been he's been very brief, and I'm very grateful for his time because I, you know he's a, he's a very busy guy. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Um, I think the last time he did comment on the on something was uh the match I was telling you guys about just a second ago with uh, me and Brian versus butcher and blade on elevation. Mm. Uh, he just, he's, he walked, he walked past me and I, he was already past me. And then all of a sudden I hear make your clothesline stiffer kid. And I turned around and it was him. And he said, he looked at me, he was like, he was like, good job. Just, just lay those clotheslines in more. And I said, yes, sir. Absolutely. Any, anything else? And he said, Nope, are you good or whatever? And he just walked away. And, you know, I think that's, I think it's big though, just because, I don't, I'm not sure if JR talks and speaks to everybody. So the fact that he, you know, spoke to me was, was kind of cool. So yeah, props to JR, man. He's a good dude. And yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just pearls of wisdom like that, being able to just, you know, anything to help you step up your game. And obviously he's clearly yeah. a big fan of himself. Obviously he signed Edge and brought him into, the, you know, WWE. So to make those comparisons with you, then I'm guessing he clearly does see some stuff. And those comparisons are fair as well. Um, like we, we comment a lot of time on our show, just saying you can, you can kind of see potentially that bit of career tra- uh, trajectory, obviously in a tag team at the minute, you know, where, where are you going to go? How's it going to change and stuff? So we're excited to see. Absolutely. Yeah, no, dude, I, I've always looked at the edge too. That was a, it's funny because uh, I grew up and I always loved John Cena and my mom was always like a big fan of Edge and uh, maybe maybe she sees a little bit of, uh, of me and him too. That's why she liked him so much when I was a kid. Who knows? Oh, nice. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, so obviously one thing which hasn't gone unnoticed as well um, is you are bulking up, man. You've you've literally, like we've seen in like Instagram and stuff like that, obviously um, you're really getting into the, the fitness and your, your workout regime and spending a lot of time in the gym. So just kind of wanted to ask, you know, why did you decide to add the size and kind of work so hard on your physique? Well, I don't I don't know if I've ever told this story before, before so this might be a little bit of an exclusive. Uh, I was, I, this is, I'd already been to AEW, I'd already done a few matches, and I think at this point I have, 
already been what month are we in we're in july right yeah yep. okay yeah so at this point we're i had already been teaming with brian for a little bit and um I can't remember. I can't remember what match it was or when it was, but I just remember a match afterwards. We came back and it was like one of those nights when we were in Jacksonville and it was like really cold and it was really like, it was like 1am and we were filming all those dark matches after dynamite stuff. And Cody pulled me aside and he said, um, he said, Hey, are you bulking right now? And he was like, uh, and this is not to bash Cody. Cody's a great dude. I'm glad he said this to me. He, he said, are you bulking right now? And I said, no, like, I mean, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm trying. And he's like, you're getting, you're getting a little bit of love handles on you. And I, I just immediately took that to heart, you know, and mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't see that. And normally, and ever since he said that, I'm like, okay, he said something I need to get in check. Cause he was like, don't take it the wrong way. You're not fat. I promise you're not fat. He was like, I just, you you, you, you got some love handles there. And I just really took that to heart. And uh, I knew a trainer and a, who is also like a nutritionist and that was on a Thursday. The next day, Friday, I was I was texting him, asking him, hey, like, I need to get on a meal plan to cut and stuff. Like, I need to be like, – can you send me workouts to do? And he – for – and on Monday, we started a meal plan, a, like a cut diet and um, a workout regimen. And, um, like, I'll go, like, a month of cutting, maybe a month or two, and just depends on how it, how it looks, and then a month or two of bulking. And I've been doing that ever since Cody has said that to me, and now I'm, I think I look better. Hopefully I look better. Um, but yeah, that was the whole thing that really kicked it for me. So, and I'm, I'm very, very glad he said that to me because I, otherwise I wouldn't have seen it myself. And I'm glad he did because ever since I've been doing this, like eating and working out more and, um, actually I wouldn't say working out more. I'd say working out smarter, working out smarter. And, right. Um, I, I think I've progressed and I think I look better and I think I come across as bigger in the ring. So yeah, without that, I, I probably wouldn't have even, started this so i'm very thankful for him that he said that to me well no that's that's really interesting thanks for sharing it's uh as we said similar to kind of jr just having all these experienced kind of well just all that experience around you just those little pearls of wisdom can can really make the difference so oh, yeah, definitely definitely coming through man you can uh you, you're jacked <laughs> i mean you're always being jacked anyway but yeah like um i think I, we commented on something on instagram like we have something you put up and i was just like holy hell griff is griff is gains so um yeah we can see man Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys. That means a lot. So, um, one thing we've noticed as well is um, you seem to be somewhat of a mainstay on uh, on Sammy's vlogs. Um, mm-hmm. So we've got to see a lot of a uh, lot of fun segments, a lot of um, a lot of comedic side to your personality, which um, you know you don't necessarily get the opportunity to sort of portray in the ring. Um, so I just want to ask how how has it been sort of being involved in in the sort of the vlogs and those sort of uh, interactions. Um, and similarly, has the reaction changed since obviously Sammy's moved into a, to a sort of a heel gimmick? No, no, nobody's reaction has really changed. I don't think. Um, I, I, it's fun though being able to hang out with those guys, man. We're in a group chat, and it's just like the thing. Some of the things we talk about is just it's just crazy. <laughs> I get, <laughs> oh my god, I don't know how many times one of them has been like, "I'm gonna leak this group chat." I don't know. It's just we talk, we just talk, we just make ourselves sound stupid. Like I don't know, we just talk about the dumbest thing. But it's fun just being able to joke around and goof off with those guys, and especially at work when you know, like at that job, you're like very tense, very just want to do good, and just you know, like want to always do your best. And it's just always good to have people around, especially like 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 those guys that loosen you up and you know just relax you a little bit and calm you down. Yeah. Um, 
But no, those guys are great, man. I, I love those guys. I think we're actually talking about taking a like a vlog crew trip and then like make a whole vlog out of it. So that could be coming. Oh, yeah. And then we got Sammy's wedding coming up, dude. It's just a whole mm-hmm. shebang. Yeah. So like, I think we're all groomsmen too. So it's just, it's just going to be that, that, that day is going to be crazy. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, I <can> imagine. <laughs> That's going to be a fun day. But, oh yeah. But yeah, no, they're, they're just great, dude. Like I like, before I went to AEW, man, I haven't really re- like in wrestling. You don't meet a whole lot of good people, but it's just it just like everybody at at AEW is just a really good person. Like it's it's just a great place to to work. It's the best place to work. Yeah. So, do you know what? It's it's really um, sort of warm, and I suppose is the right way to know that because obviously what we get to see in the vlogs, it, it certainly looks like there's almost like a like a, a closeness and a, almost a family feel to it all, and it's it's nice to know that 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 is sort of a, like a genuine thing that's coming across, you know? Yeah, no, we don't, we, like, it's, it's hard to fake feelings, man. And, and yeah, of course, we just yeah. like, and like what you see on the vlog is kind of what you get. Like we don't practice. We don't, we don't, what is it called? Like we don't rehearse. We don't, we just go out, we just do it. We just hit the button and just talk. And yeah. so that's just, that's literally like, you're just, you're getting the behind the scenes look at just how we are and how we actually interact with each other. So I think that's cool for like everybody to be able to see that. I think people need more of that too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. You can just tell you guys having the time of your lives with it, you know, just having fun, just being friends. Yeah. Just more of that genuine like camaraderie, man. It's just, and that, that serotonin spark, I think just people, more people need more of that. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one of the most shocking things from the first time we spoke to you that people are still surprised about to this day was obviously when we asked about your, your you know, your, your gorgeous locks, your glorious locks that you have, um, which hope you know, hopefully you might be shaving off soon. But I remember you said, um, when we asked about your hair care tips, you were like, just a two in one hair and body wash and people just lose their minds whenever they find that out. They always talk to us about it. So is that still the case? Have you stepped up your hair care re- regime or still the same? Yeah. Uh, I've had, I, I, when I said that actually, uh, I've, I've actually said that on a couple of interviews in the past and I've answered a few questions on Twitter about that and people are getting on to me. So I was like, all right. Um, I actually stepped up. I don't know what it's called, but I don't have two in one anymore. I don't know the exact <laughs> name of it, but I, it, there's, I have a shampoo bottle and a conditioner bottle. So no more two in one, uh, two and two. Um, but no, uh, all I do really, I just got out of the shower too. And I just like, I have a old t-shirt that I'll use. Uh, whenever you use a towel, I've learned that whenever you wipe, rub your hair off, it gets frizzy. So I scrunch it. Like I just do this with an old t-shirt so it avoids getting frizzy. And then when it's damp, I just rub product on my hand and then just curl it right and then just kind of scrunch it again and it curls right up. So no more two in one for me. I'm actually growing up. I'm becoming an adult. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Similar to, I don't know if you recall last time, but um, what we tend to do is uh, we'll, we'll sort of ask our, our sort of followers or or Reddit or various places that we, we were around and we ask if there's any questions they want to put to you. Um, so the next one is um, sort of one of our follower questions, really. And uh, what they've asked is um, sort of based around Danhausen's gimmick in the fact that he incorporates his sort of hobbies of the Simpsons, 80s horror, 90s comedy, that sort of thing. So the, the question they've asked is, um, if you were to build a gimmick based around your hobbies and interests, what would that look like? If I were to build a gimmick around my hobbies and interests, I think that would probably 
I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Magic Mike, but I feel like that would be something that I would do. He's a stripper, by the way. Um, he's yeah. a male stripper. And I feel like I could really be good at that just because I'm a, I'm big into TikTok and I do all the TikTok stuff like that. And I can really shake my butt. So that's one of <laughs> If I could build a character around that, I would definitely come to the ring stripping and dancing. So <laughs> I think that'd be quite funny too. You had to hear for Strip Garrison debuts. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Be good. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so obviously we got to ask, so we mentioned who you've worked with, just uh, Jericho, da- um, Daniels, Danielson, Moxley. Um, who, who's left? Who else is, is on your list of people that you just would love to work with that you haven't got the chance to face yet? That's true. I, I got that question the other day and I, it was hard because I was like the last time I was on interviews and stuff like that and I've gotten these questions, I was like well shit, I've already wrestled everybody. <laughs> um, let's see. I would uh, Claudio, just because he's a, he's a new guy, Claudio. Um, I love. I would love to work Daniel Garcia because um, we're, we're, we're boys too. I like him. He's a great dude, man. He's 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 one of the funniest guys on the roster, too. Um, I would like to work him, too, man, because he's really, really talented. Uh, Konsuke Takshida, is that how you say his name? I'm sorry if I'm wrong, uh, but I think that's how you pronounce his last name, Takshida. He's very, mm-hmm. very talented. He's very talented. I would love to work uh, someone that, you know, maybe might have, like, a language barrier and just to, like, because I've heard, like, when, like wrestling is its own language, and I've never had to wrestle anybody that doesn't speak my language. But, uh, of course, Everybody's like, no, it's the same. It's the same because wrestling is its own language. You know, you just kind of do like the, the motions and moves and they, they know. So I feel like he, he would be a great guy to, to, to work. Cause he's, he's just super talented. So I guess, I guess Claudia, yeah, I'd say Claudia, Daniel and, and Takshida. And I'd still want to wrestle da- uh, Chris Daniels one-on-one too. That'd be nice. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, so obviously you, you probably gather from the accent we're from the from the UK. Um, so one of the questions I want to ask is, um, have you had the chance to come over to the UK yet? I have not. No, I, I would love I would love to. So promoters, if you're watching this and you're in the UK, bring me over. I'll I'll, I'll we'll do we'll work something out and I'll uh, I'll put on a good show for you. Trust me. Awesome. Um, no, I would love to. I've never seen Big Ben. I've always wanted to see Big Ben. I'd say, yeah, I mean, well, there's tons to see in, in London, well, all over the country, really, but London's obviously the, the main bit. There's tons to see there as well. So, um, right. yeah, that'd be a definite one for Across the pond, but I've only been to France and Spain. I didn't have the luxury of going to the UK or, like, Germany or anything, but just, just France and Spain. But yeah. I would love to. Okay, I would love to. Yeah, I mean, there is a significant weather difference. I'll, I'll warn you that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super hot it's- or Oh, oh no, super cold rain, and rainy all the rain. time. You won't have to worry about shaving your hair because of the heat, put it that way. I love it. It's super dark, cold, and rainy. Those are my three favorite adjectives. <laughs> oh, you'll love it. You'll fit right in. <laughs> so um have you have you sort of got an idea of, of the UK fans? Have you heard anything about the UK fans when it comes to uh, wrestling or I mean, no. I I know they they I've heard they like do they I've heard they sing and like chant while they sing. Like is that is yeah, I mean, true? with most sports, we, we love a good chance and I, we love to make up songs as well, to be fair. I think um, football or, or soccer, as you'll know it, is um, probably the most synonymous for that, isn't it, really, Cal? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you, you've probably heard of, like, you know, soccer hooligans or football hooligans, so it's not quite the hooligan aspect, but it's rowdy. You know, fans uh, over here yeah. absolutely love it. They are, they're up for it. And I think um, I I we, have a, we have a, a pretty good um, sort of indie wrestling scene, but when it comes to, like, 
when you get like the likes of AEW or WWE level stuff, you know, there's so few and far between that. I think, you know, there's a lot more hype and a lot more excitement there because it's it's just less regular than than obviously the, the, the US. Right. Right. No, I think that would be sweet. If I ever came over there and like they started chanting and saying it, I would get hyped. Like that just hypes oh, yeah. me up. Like I'd perform so much better. Yeah, I wish they did that yeah. here in America. That'd be sweet. <laughs> I do oh, think, yeah, uh, yeah uh, it is a. I do think it makes for a good atmosphere, a good chance. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, is there a chance that we'll see AEW across the pond at some point? I know Tony mentioned in the past about maybe doing Craven Cottage, for example, which is obviously in, in Fulham. Um, is there be any any kind of more murmurs around that? Well, I, I couldn't say a hundred percent for certain, but I, I'm sure. Yeah, like a hundred percent. He hadn't made an announcement, but I can almost guarantee that will be in the U- in the UK, you know, because I think we've talked about doing Canada too and stuff like that. So it wouldn't, it would not shock me if we were in the UK soon. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you're there. We can't wait. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> so, uh, I mean, lastly for me, um, it'd just be to ask, you know, what, what's, um, what's next for, for Griff Garrison or like, what are you hoping to sort of achieve or what do you think's in store for the next 12 months? Um, you know, just keep, just keep the grind, man. I haven't, ever since I've gotten signed, the grind hasn't stopped. So, it, you know, if I stay with Brian, you know, hopefully AEW tag team gold, if Marcus comes in, you know, the same thing, same thing, AEW tag team gold, I would love to be, or at least love to get a shot at the TNT title. I think the TNT oh, yeah. title is good, really good on Griff. Um, that would be sweet, but no, nah, man, just keep grinding, keep working out, keep eating this. This isn't going to stop, you know, I'm only just going to get bigger. I'm only, you know, it's, it's, I'm only going to get better. You know, I'm only going to keep progressing in, uh, in this sport. So, and I hope people take notice of that and I hope people, you know, get behind me and I hope people, you know, understand who the fuck Griff Garrison is, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you've definitely got two fans for life in us, uh, but again, thank you so much, man, for taking the time and, you know, coming yeah. back on the show and yeah, you know, we're always following you. We've always got you back and uh, we can't wait to see you. We know you're going to go on to do, you know, I mean, look at the last 18 months. So we just know that, you know, there's even more exciting things still to come, but thank you very much, uh, Griff Garrison for being on the show. Thank you, man. Thank you guys for having me. This is Griff Garrison, and you're listening to A to the K. 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 A to the K.